throw the map in the back of the truck. And I said, fuck it, go that way. (laughs) And I pointed to the little tracks, right, in the grass. And my friend, Nikki, called her Nikki, maybe it's a cool, so fun. Um, She just like, just turns the wheel all the way over and just steers the car straight towards the tracks and just starts taking off. Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here at the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. I'm your host, Greg. And as always on this podcast, we are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people moving through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I am grateful you have chosen to spend part of your time today with me, listening to cool things and cool people. And uh, without any further ado, let's get to this week's episode. Hey, all right, friends, we are back with another episode of the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. I am coming alive from the DJR out here in the mountains, in the dry part of the mountains, which is so much nicer than the part that's getting 37 straight days of rain, because that sounds uh, less than ideal for me. Anyways, it was a beautiful day. Got some sunshine, got some rain, watched the ospreys. What else did we see today? Elk on my run, deer on my run, the greater on my run. Uh, some bear hunters on my run. It was exciting. And it's springtime, so lots of stuff is getting up and turning green. So we are just appreciating everything around us, smelling the beautiful scent of ponderosas after it's rained, the sand as it starts to warm up. It's just a magical time of year out here at the DJR. And if you listen to last week's episode, I talked about expectations and you know, the ways that we have what we want to, what we want to have happen. And if anything doesn't, that can lead to anxiety and anger and a bunch of different, a bunch of different emotions. And while I was biking over to do a cold plunge today, which I had the entire lake to myself, it was glorious. The sun even came out briefly before it was a massive, massive, massive thunder shower again. Uh, But it was great. And I started to think about fate. It kind of came to me on the ride because I've, if you listen last week, there was a little thing I talked about the chipmunk and, you know, you're running under the truck and then do you get crushed by the rear wheels? Do you run away? Is it fate? Is it predestination, Calvin? Hobbes, what do you think? Who knows? So I was really thinking about that in terms of how did I end up in this place from where I was a year ago in a completely different place, emotionally, mentally, physically, uh, as well as geographically. And I kind of started pondering how things, how things worked so that I would end up here recording live from DJR. I almost tried recording from the beach today, but couldn't quite get a good enough signal. And with the wind picking up uh, the test, Mostly just picked up the wind. So I'm sure most people don't want to listen to the wind howling and me kind of having a voice a little bit sometimes in the background. And we're yawning all the time. and I don't know why. Energy is moving. That's a good sign. Energy is moving. 
But with fate, how, how do these things happen? How do I happen to be at a trailhead and have a life-changing conversation? Get directions to another trailhead where I meet someone really cool that maybe we date for a while. Maybe we go on adventures. Maybe they tell me another place to go and check out. How do these things just line up? How do all of all the things in nature line up? Oh, hey, you know, there's a big chunk of forest out here. There's a lot of animals out here in a giant area. How does it work out that I'm the one who happens to see the badger cross the road two days ago? I'm the one who happens to see the bear on the side of the road in that minute of the entire 24 hours, which that bear was right there. How, do, how does that line up? Is there an attractive force? Is there not? Is it my predestined to do it? Is my entire life already written out? And there's a book someone's looking at. And what I think is free will is actually the illusion of free will. I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of big esoteric, very spiritual topics from some of the courses that I've taken and a lot of different perspectives that they have. But to tie it into how I ended up out here, I saw a poster across from the mailboxes. And lo and behold, that got me out here. Uh, I took a chance. Uh, someone else took a chance. And that was uh, two months ago. And uh, now I sit recording that in this new place, recording this in this new place, with all these brand new opportunities that have showed up, stuff that I had kind of forgotten that I wanted to learn, things that I wanted to experience, uh, people I wanted to meet, they're all kind of showing up. So how does that part of fate work? Is this what I'm manifesting, the law of attraction, Abraham Hicks style, by holding my intent and focusing on it? Is it a level of focusing where this is the goal I'm working toward? I'm saying no anything that's not aligned with that goal, no matter how pretty she may be, no matter how lucrative that uh, job offer, no matter what the weather might be, no matter how much someone far away might want to get together, does it, does it move me towards my goal uh, or does it not? So it's been interesting to just reflect on that, which is what I was doing on my bike ride over to do my cold plunge today, was how that all plays itself out. Now, to tie into this a little bit more, I'm also in the middle of doing a parasite cleanse. So that has been very interesting as well of fate, because I have done a couple of these in my life. And I know from an energetic perspective, and even from a <laughs> physical perspective, uh, parasites drain your energy and par parasites drain your resources. So I've been thinking about this for a very long time now, but actually got serious about it about January and then kind of procrastinated, kind of didn't procrastinate as much as try and feel what the proper time to begin this parasite cleanse journey was because I knew from previous experiences that a lot of stuff was going to change while I was doing it. There are a lot of energy drains in our life. Maybe it's a toxic uh, relationship at work. Maybe it's a toxic boss. Uh, maybe it's a hostile work, hostile work environment. Maybe it is uh, the weather's not conducive to you feeling your best or being your best. 
maybe uh, it's seasonal affective disorder. Maybe it's something else, but there's a lot of different drains on our energy. It could be your, your relationship partner is, is a drain on you as an energy vampire. Who knows what it might be? But the point being that I knew when I started this, a lot of things in my life would change. People may, people would fall away. Opportunities might disappear in the blink of an eye and new ones might replace them. And even gosh, the, the day that I actually ordered the, uh, tincture that I'm using, gosh, that, uh, that was a very abrupt ending to something I was anticipating and really, really looking forward to, Hey, here's a dream opportunity, kapow, gone in a heartbeat. But I started the cleanse that day anyways, and it's been neat to see who has, who as in person, persons, people, or men or women who have fallen away. Uh, what locations that I had considered have fallen away, uh, what what energy drains are no longer connected to me. That's been a, a very neat reflective exercise. And as well as what are the what were the dietary, we'll call them leaks, but what were the things that fell off of that? And is this part of my fate that at this time, uh, I'm recruiting this on 662022, so 66222, is it fate that I'm supposed to be recording this today and that I'm going to be doing it in the middle of a parasite cleanse and that at this point I have not much interest in actually having sugar unless I'm really, really tired and know I need like a quick energy burst to keep doing what I'm doing during the day. Um, I have not much, not much physical need for coffee or caffeine anymore. However, I still really, really do like the taste and the flavor, so I'm still drinking it. But it's not the, oh my God, I need coffee to function. It's the, this is an enjoyable ritual I have in the morning, and that taste is really good. It'd be fine if there was absolutely zero caffeine in it. I would still drink it. And side note, the dandelion substitute for coffee is freaking amazing. It is really good. I like that a lot. Uh, shout out to someone who just moved for giving me some of that when I transitioned out to the DJR. It's also been interesting with the parasite cleanse is I'm aware of how much less I'm using or looking at or motivated to look at my phone. Now, many of you are aware from several previous episodes where I have mentioned the digital detox that I did and the social media detox that I am currently on. Uh, there are times where, you know, it's kind of out of habit. I'll be like, oh, I'll just look at my phone. Wait a minute. What am I going to look at? I don't need to check my email right now. I don't have any texts. I could be switching music or putting a podcast on. Otherwise, I don't have much other reason to look at my phone. If I'm out on a run, I use uh, a tracker app just to get a mental map for this new-to-me area. But I'm not constantly on it. I don't have social medias on it. So there's no reason to just start scrolling mindlessly. It tends to be, oh, hey, I'm curious about this. I'm going to search that right now. Put it on DuckDuckGo. Hey, I want to hear that song. I will play that song off of a video platform. Otherwise, I don't do it. So that, that's been neat because one could argue, and I will argue, that addiction to phones is a drain of energy, time, and resources, and uh, they are a parasite. Uh, the same level uh, tell-a-visions that people might have on another 
energy drain, energy suck, time vortex happening there. So with all that happening, this parasite cloud, it's like, is it fate? Is this, am I where I'm supposed to be right now to start feeling more clarity and feel a lot more connected to the local environment because I am much more present with it? I don't, there are still occasional distractions with a phone, but it's not the, oh my gosh, must be looking for this. Oh my gosh, I'm at work. I'm on call. Have to have this. Oh my gosh, who's texting? It's kind of like, yeah, okay, where did I put my phone again? Must be somewhere within earshot because I'm listening to a podcast and I can hear it. But it just it's been a neat experience. So with with what's leaving and all these energy drains that are leaving, it's both a physical, I feel more energetic, uh, emotional, same thing. And then now having the space as these energy drains fall away, whether it's time interacting with people going through challenges, whether it's time screwing around on a social media app, whether it's time doing whatever, uh, that time has returned to me and I'm much more present and aware of it and less inclined to connect with those energy drains, whatever they are, people, places, iPhones, laptops, whatnot. So it's curious to me how the timing, everything has has happened and it goes into the idea is this fate that i will meet the correct or one of the amazing partners for me in this lifetime very soon is that fate was it fate that the last person that i dated was or was not going to be a long-term partner uh seems like it was not so seems like the last several many were not but that's okay because for that reason, I am sitting here right now recording this at the DJR. I apparently am fated to be here, so I have time on a Monday to record and not have other responsibilities and duties to to people or to animals or to whatever. So that's that. But looking at it and looking at, at a lot of different things, you know, even even where I am, I keep joking with the DJR and there was uh, the first uh, first day I was out here, I found a DJ. And then uh, at the end of the first week, I found an EJ. And then on Sunday, I finally found the MJ. And that was really, really cool experience for me. Kind of the feeling, hey, this must be the right place because the forest is showing me up gifts. But did I manifest that? Did the forest manifest me being here? Do they interact and combine? How do our consciousnesses connect and work with each other? How did it end up that you met your husband here or there or wherever? How did it end up that you got those tickets beside those really cool people? How did it end up that, you know, you're, you got this job through this person, through that person, and now your life is changing. So I definitely believe that there's an aspect that we are creating our realities. We are creating the opportunities around us. We are also, because this is the flip side of that, we are also creating whatever challenging experiences we need to go to. There's a level of that, Learn perhaps learning the same lessons again until we've got them down. Uh, boundaries is a huge one coming up for many people right now whether it's in relation to saying no at work, whether it's relation in saying no to corruption at all levels of the legacy systems, which are in the part very obviously failing and about to fall apart and desperately seeking to take down anything and anyone with them. 
whether it is also just uh, just seeing the different ways that interactions can go and interactions can happen. The you know timing is a little bit of everything, but stepping back and seeing a bigger picture that, hey, that right time through everything. This is the right time. I am here at the right time as we're going through a paradigm shift and old control structures are falling apart and new ways of being are coming into awareness. So is this part of fate, the age of Aquarius philosophies and the Mayan calendar and everything? Because we are creating our reality. So if it's a challenging experience, what aspect of me wants to create that so I can then experience things, learn from them, grow and move on and not keep repeating the same dating, the same avoidant person, the same whatever, insert quality here, returning to the same toxic, hierarchical, in some ways, nonsensical structure that many jobs have. Uh, even I was uh, chatting with, I was re-listening to an old episode uh, with Realist Idealist yesterday, and uh, that also prompted my memory uh, some of the, the ideas that uh, you could never do. That episode I was talking about working from home or working remotely when I had an office job and how it was a significant challenge for most people, not possible, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward to two years ago, and all of a sudden, on zero notice, all these jobs that required you to be there didn't have to be there for them. You didn't have to physically go. And that was a huge paradigm shift. So was that fate? because, Or was it active controlling of information and management, mismanagement, control-focused manipulation of people to behave in a certain way? Lots of interesting topics to, to go on through that. But was it fate that those these things were all supposed to happen? So, you know, there, there's a lot of things to, to go into with that. But there's also a lot of ways that we can we can work with it. And wherever we are, whatever's happening, we are creating at some level. We can also create something new immediately by working with our energy and by say doing a parasite cleanse, say by releasing things, what, what do you need in your life versus what do you want in your life? There's a lot of stuff out here in the, my new living situation at DJR, but how much of it do I need to get by and need to be happy? And how much do I want? Because, oh gosh, one day I'm going to want to do that. One day I'm going to want to do that. Oh, this is a useful thing to keep because it's the plant ID book. Oh, this is even more useful. This is the Ben Gad, Rocky's book. Uh, oh my gosh, I, I need a travel coffee cup and I need a French press, but the French press travel coffee cup's too small. So now you're just acquiring stuff. Problems, I tell you, problems. But when you're when you're focused on that and you do decide what you need versus what you want, and you can clear some of that baggage, do that parasite cleanse, and you realize, hey, is it fate that I'm going through this growth step now to get me to the next step? And then that relationship I've been focusing on shows up. Hey, that new promotion at work. Hey, that new job. Hey, that chance to work for myself and have even more income flowing in. Those things all start to show up. So that's what really cool. 
and a way that helps me with being okay with with what's happening as well as trying to manage and uh, work with my own fate is that I can be grounded. I can be outside. I can be having fun. I can be using my senses to some level of awareness that is significantly greater than people who live in the cities or in overcrowded uh, places. I actually have zero interest in going anymore, (laughs) uh, a big city. But with that, you know, fate, you know, what the, what is, was it to, to give a quick definition, which could have been done at the beginning, uh, the will or principle determining cause by which things in general are believed to come to be as they are, or events happen as they do. So is this fate or is this something that we could do and um, have a say in? Can I play with what's fated a little bit to change and shift it? I believe you can. I'm sure many people believe not, and that's okay. We can get along. We don't have to agree 100% on everything. That's part of being in a committee and part of being a man or woman is you get to choose and you get your opinion and they're all equally valid. There is no such thing as mine is the only way. Um, That's known as a dictatorship. So there you have it. Fate, you know, the something unavoidable that befalls a person or that which is inevitably predetermined or destiny. What I find really interesting is after hearing about this for two decades and going to various farmers markets and seeing the, to me, absolutely ridiculous prices that people ask for a specific kind of mushroom, uh, the opportunity to go and pick them on my own came up last week. The opportunity is going to come up again multiple times this week. And I'm going to go. Uh, was it something on my list? No. Was it something I was super curious about? Not particularly. But after going once, I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. I'm wandering around the forest. I'm looking for mushrooms. I'm having a good conversation with friends. This is a pretty enjoyable way to spend a day. And I actually know a few people who are out doing that uh, commercially right now, harvesting wild fungi from the forest. So was it fate that I would hear about this recently? I would hear about it from a couple people more recently, and then I would actually spontaneously get invited to go. Was that fate? And I'm sure there's another fate or there's another level of destiny where I turned down going and didn't create or build or maintain those relationships and have a very different network. So just interesting times, neat stuff to think about and consider. And perhaps uh, there's a level of fate and inevitability that whoever is out there listening to this podcast today, something inspired you to put it on, something inspired you to find me or to listen to me, to ask your friends about me, to pass on information about this podcast from me and resonate it outwards. There's, you know, no obligation by anyone to to do anything. Uh, but I just want to say I appreciate everyone out there who is listening to this podcast, who does pass along, who do email and offer guest suggestions, offer some feedback, uh, 
maybe even know someone who wants to be on the show, maybe want to be on the show themselves. We are totally open here. And if you have something that you think might be a good topic of discussion or someone that you know, or maybe that person's you, hey, send a message, wisdom of the wilderness at protonmail.com. Let's see if we can uh, turn an idea or a dream or a goal, uh, bring it concretely into reality and collapse all those little bubbles of probability into what we're experiencing because that could be fate. And all right, that was fate. That was a lot of a lot of rambling, a lot of information, but I think good and interesting and useful stuff. And at the very least, something to think about and ponder, you know, the is it fate that uh, that fish got picked up by an osprey an hour ago and carried away? Sure. Uh, from some perspectives, was that fish volunteering himself to become food for the osprey so that other fish could survive younger, more agile, more vigorous, more vitality than perhaps an older one, uh, or maybe not, maybe just wrong place, wrong time. You know, it was an interesting Saturday afternoon, Sunday and Monday of me just repeatedly being wrong place, wrong time. To the point I thought, well, what am I supposed to learn from this? Uh, what are the boundaries? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So, very, very neat stuff to work through and to be be aware of, if nothing else. So with that, we're going to wrap up for today. Thank you so much, friends, for listening to me with the wisdom of the wilderness. I hope you have a wonderful start to your day. Good eye. Uh, good lunch break, afternoon walk, dinner, uh, after the day relaxation and chill session, uh, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you next week for another episode of the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast, we'll catch you on the flip-flop. Keep the bugs off your glass and the bears off your tail. And thank you very much for joining me on today's episode, friends. It is always fun for me to record these, and I do hope you get a lot out of them. As always, if you enjoyed this, please share with your friends, your family members, your colleagues, your coworkers, your hairdresser, the guy at the restaurant, uh, wherever you're going. I do my best to research these and give a lot of good information. And there's a lot of people out there that can benefit from hearing the stories and also having that perspective shift that can come along with, with listening. As well, if you get a chance, I do encourage you. It really helps me out if you can leave a five-star review at the podcast platform you're listening to, as well as maybe even write something. So, uh, yeah, if you get a chance, please do that. I prefer Apple Podcasts is how I listen to things, but I know that uh, Stitcher's out there, Spotify's out there, Google Play or Google Podcasts, there's a whole bunch of them. So if you get a chance, please do drop a five-star rating and leave a review. That would be fantastic. And with that, have a wonderful day, friends. We will catch you on the next episode of The Wisdom of the Wilderness.